Hello and welcome to the Royal Central podcast, a special podcast marking the Platinum Jubilee. My name is Lydia Starbuck. I'm the Jubilee editor at Royal Central and we've got lots of the team with us to discuss the Jubilees. Uh, hi, I'm Brittany Barger. I'm the deputy editor here at Royal Central. I'm Kristen Cantino. I'm chief reporter. I'm Jess Isles, senior royal reporter. And I'm Jessica Storschuk, one of the reporters. So there you go. You have a whole panel of Jubilee experts to guide you through the big extravaganza, which is now just days away. It all begins on June the 2nd. So what we're going to start by doing is having a chat about what's going to happen over the four day celebratory weekend and then have a think about who might be at what. Not that that's been controversial at all. And we're also going to have a chat about the Queen um, and the legacy of this Jubilee. There is a lot to get through. So let's start at the very beginning. Uh, the Platinum Jubilee celebrations start on June the 2nd with Trooping the Colour. Um, as we're recording, the Colonel's review has just taken place of Trooping the Colour, the final rehearsal. So they need to be ready because all eyes turn to London at 10 o'clock on June the 2nd. Kristen, you're going to be there. What are you expecting on June the 2nd? Well, I'm expecting a lot of people, first of all. <laughs> yes, I'd be a lot. Already, um, yeah, I'm expecting expecting um, just a really jubilant, if you will, atmosphere and people really excited to, you know, this is the first really big royal event like this that we've had since the pandemic that, you know, all these thousands of crowds can gather together. So I think that will be really nice for everybody to be back. Yeah, it's just I've been talking to a lot of people who are going and so many people from America which I'm not surprised, but I was a little bit surprised um, how many people from overseas are actually coming over for the Jubilee. So I think there's going to be quite a lot of international tourists that are coming out, too, which I think is you know really great. Yeah, it's, it's going to be it is going to be very, very busy. It's strange because the, the Platinum Jubilee weekend that we're about to hit was announced almost exactly a year ago on June the 2nd, 2021. And at that point, everyone was thinking, are they being a little premature? Because we were still <laughs> kind of in the depths of the pandemic. We, we'd got rid of the restrictions to some extent, but everyone was expecting something else to happen. And then we got Omicron. And, and it's really only the last few months we've been certain that the events are going to go ahead and they're going to kind of be participatory events. So Trooping the Colour is the first one. And Prince William's done the Colonel's Review today. He's Colonel of the Irish Guards who will be Trooping their Colour. And it's a big set piece event, isn't it? It's going to be pretty spectacular. Yeah, I mean, I think that is for sure, you know, the biggest event of the weekend that people think of when they think of the Jubilee, they think of the carriage procession and the balcony and the fly past. And that's going to be such, you know, wonderful photo opportunities and videos that, you know, people who can't go can see. And you know, that's really going to be that moment of being on the balcony and then watching the fly past and, you know, the Cambridge children and everybody together that I think a lot of people are really looking forward to. And then we get to a really historic moment. And um, Jessica is our absolute royal history expert here in the evening, although it's it's not necessarily an event that people really, really, really get excited about. We like the beacons and that kind of goes back all the way well, all the way through British royal history, English royal history, but with jubilees, especially to Queen Victoria. Yes. So we saw the first um Beacons lit for a jubilee for uh, Queen Victoria's Golden Jubilee. 1887, all those years ago. Yes, so her 50 years. And one thing that stands out to me as an historian is 
Jubilees actually change. We do see trooping and there's usually a service of Thanksgiving. But other than that, we see different things happen each time. There's no set kind of recipe for Jubilees. They change throughout. But the lighting of the beacons is one that stays pretty standard. And we've seen it, I believe, at all. And especially uh, with Queen Elizabeth II's Jubilees, it has expanded out throughout the Commonwealth. I believe the beacon arrived in Canada. One of the beacons arrived in Canada last week. Um, but yes, this has been, it's one element that ties throughout and kind of ties throughout the Commonwealth now. It does, yeah, because I think it's, it's something like 3,000 beacons have been registered. And that's, that's like not counting all the people that haven't bothered to register it. Yes, it is. And I think it's an easy way for people to get involved. And like you say, you can do it and actually register. But there are also I have seen people saying that they're doing it, but they forgot to register. So I think it's going to be very, uh, very interesting and very cool site for anyone in the UK to see. Um, so I'll be looking out for pictures from that. Yeah, because we get the beacon lit on June the 2nd at 9.45 on the Mall, the Tree of Trees, um, which kind of ties in with the Queen's Green Canopy. And that's the signal for the beacons to be lit all around the UK and all around the Commonwealth. And then we get a few hours sleep. And then, um, Jess, we're all off to St Paul's Cathedral, either yes. literally or metaphorically, for <laughs> as, uh, as uh, Jessica just alluded to, the other thing that's always part of a jubilee, that service of Thanksgiving. Yes, so it'll be a big service at St Paul's Cathedral. Um, it's happened, I think, every jubilee that the queen has celebrated there's been a service of thanksgiving at saint paul's so this will be i think one of the events where the entire royal family like the wider they won't make the distinction between working royals and and non-working royals it will be everybody in the royal family there to celebrate the queen which is a nice touch it is and then we do get to put our feet up for a few hours Brittany, because there's nothing scheduled at the moment for the afternoon of june the third we were hoping we might get some european royals appearing at some point because the queen has previously had big royal galas but it doesn't look like it's going to happen no no it looks like it's just going to be um just the british royals uh i actually had reached out to the grand ducal family there in luxembourg because prince sebastian um commands a platoon for the Irish guards. So there was a possibility that he might actually be participating in the Jubilee with the trooping of the color. Um, but unfortunately, uh, he will not be taking part. But there, there, we thought, you know, there could be a chance we'd have a foreign royal taking place and kind of saluting the queen and everything. And of course, if he had been participating, the Grand Duke and Grand Duchess, I think, would have been making an appearance as well. So, um, and, you know, and it might be better that that he's not because just having Luxembourg there, but not having Belgium and Spain and Sweden and Norway and all that might seem a bit unfair. So it seems to be just they're just sticking just to the just to the British royal family for this jubilee. Um, unlike, the, you know, the Queen of Denmark's jubilee a few years ago. Um, not not the one she's celebrating now because the pandemic has kind of put dampers on that, but they always seem to bring in the foreign royals. So, but the Brits like to do it do it themselves, which is okay. Yeah, and we're pack, packing plenty in. Now, everyone listening, you need to put your feet up and get a cup of tea because we're about to go on to the third day of the Jubilee celebration, which is June the fourth. We're going to Epsom. Kristen has a hat. 
It, this I will have a very, that. very long segment. Go on, Kristen, tell us all about the, the, the derby <laughs> in the hat. Oh, yes. I, I will be running from St. Paul's almost literally um, to the hat shop on Friday so I can pick up my hat from the hat hire. But yes, I will be there. Um, our editor-in-chief, Charlie Proctor, will be there at Epsom. And I'm very much looking forward to this event, mostly for the hat. But also, I think it's just really exciting to have, you know, one of these, I've never been to Ascot um, yet. So it's very exciting to have, you know, one of these big fancy races during the Jubilee. And there's going to be, you know, quite a lot of tributes to the Queen there as well. Um, Some of her former jockeys will be there. And that's going to be a really nice display. And, you know, unfortunately, her horse, which we have all had to hear about on our group Mm -hmm. chat, uh, (laughs) all about her horses. But they've been forced to withdraw the three, you know, who really were in contention to win this year, which is, you know, really disappointing because this is something that has eluded her. This title has eluded her all these years and people were really excited this year that, you know, the queen might finally win. And that doesn't look like that will be happening, but I, we're all hoping she will attend anyway. And this is an event she, you know, very much looks forward to every year. So I think that she will make every effort to be there, but we just don't know right now. I mean, it's really day by day of, you know, what she'll attend. Um, And I think that depends on how she's feeling too, but you know, this is a really important one for her. So I, I would hope that she wouldn't miss it, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be really nice. And we don't know who's going to be there. It's one of those things that I think the day of we'll, we'll find out who's showing up. Um, but I think Princess Anne certainly will, because, you know, she loves the horse race. <laughs> and you'll be there with your hat. And so me, we will, my hat. Yeah. So. <laughs> with the we'll be waiting. The hat. <laughs> we'll be waiting on plenty of pictures of this hat. Oh, yeah. Yes. It's a highlight of the derby for me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We will. But um, whoever goes to the derby, they, they don't get much of a rest because we're now into the real business end of the Jubilee weekend, Jess. We go from the Derby straight into the party at the Palace, which has become an absolute staple of Jubilees. And I'm especially looking forward to this because if anybody follows me on Twitter, they know I'm a huge fan of the band Queen. And Queen and Adam Lambert are actually opening the Platinum Jubilee, like the Platinum Party at the Palace. And they announced, I think it was last week, they announced all of the musical lineups. And there's going to be like a great mix of people from Elton John, Diana Ross, people you'd expect to, to new singers. It's going to be a big platinum party at the palace right out in front of the Buckingham Palace with televised all over BBC. So I'm very excited for that one. Yeah, and they've already built this massive stage all around the Victoria Memorial. I mean, they started about a month ago. They were putting the scaffolding up. It's been a huge job to get it already but it's going to be the focal point of um, day three and then Brittany we move into day four and it just gets even busier we are all going to be absolutely exhausted by the end of this final day because we've got the big jubilee lunch going on all across the UK but it's a patronage of Camilla's and it's going to give her quite a big role in this final part of the jubilee because it's it's the street party it's what us Brits really associate with the jubilee it's it's what we turn up for Yes, yes, we'll be having that then. And um, I think this has a really strong family tie now to the Queen. Um, and with with the with the Duchess of Cornwall having being um, patron and everything, I think this puts her people may not like this, but it puts her at the forefront because she is eventually going to be queen. So 
So that's yeah. a historic moment. And we've got another historic moment. The Platinum Pageant starts with the Gold State coach, Jessica, riding through the streets of London with pictures of the coronation in its windows. And it's going to be a really special way to start the great big finale of the Jubilee weekend. Yes, I think this is a great way for them to incorporate the Queen's own personal history or personal from her reign into uh, the Jubilee, because obviously we're celebrating her reign. But as we know, she's had mobility issues in the last year, especially. And as we saw at the Chelsea Flower Show, she had her custom made golf buggy but obviously that's not quite appropriate for uh for this but and i know that uh sources in london have said she's not going into the state carriage but yes we will see still get to see the golden state carriage um which i think you can often see at the royal muse if you're visiting obviously not right now because it's a little busy um but they're including photos from her coronation and i suspect that next year we'll also see more coronation celebrations for the 70 year anniversary of that. Um, but yeah, I think it's a really interesting way to draw that in. And uh, Royal Collection Trust is putting on three different exhibitions at the different Royal Palaces. And one of them is featuring the coronation, but I'm really excited to see the crowd's reactions to the carriage going through because normally people are kind of laser focused on seeing the queen or William and Catherine, or whomever they're looking out for. So I think this is a bit of a different angle, and I think it's creative and a good way to address, still include the carriage without having her ride in it. Yeah, it will, and it'll kick off the pageant, which includes, I think, virtually everyone else in the UK apart from me. They've got like <laughs> 65 million people involved. I think Kristen has a part. She's been signed up too, you know. Oh, yeah, it's like literally... <laughs> With your hat, the Jubilee hat, but it is, it's going to be massive. We've got buses marking every single decade of the Queen's reign and we've got art and we've got representations of a wedding and the coronation and, and just corgis, corgi puppets. So it's going to take over central London and bring the whole event to an end. Now, when I went to a press event for the pageant about a month ago, they said, we've got a surprise for you at the very end, but we're not going to share we think this weekend we've had details of the surprise. I know, Brittany, you've been looking into this. Another balcony appearance has been mooted for the very end of the Jubilee. Yes. Um, reportedly, obviously, this is not yet as at the time of our recording, I should say, not been confirmed. Um, but uh, it is believed that the Queen will appear on the balcony alongside Charles, William and George um, as kind of the heirs that that special like the special photo we had around Christmas a few years ago um that that that's going to be the surprise that um that was being alluded to um and they did say that um the Duchess of Cornwall and Duchess of Cambridge would also be allowed to make an appearance with them um when it came to Prince Louis and Princess Charlotte um that is uncertain so we don't know um but I think if it does turn out to be true and go ahead we would see the queen Charles, William and George come out alone for a little bit before the others would join them, because that's going to be the historical moment itself to see the queen and three heirs standing on the balcony. And George is now finally to an age that I think he can understand more of what's going on. Um, and obviously that big crowd, I mean, that's going <laughs> to that's going to be a little daunting for any 
any child, but um, William and Catherine have done a great job, I think, in raising all their kids to be prepared for what's coming. So um, if that turns out to be true, I think that's going to be a really special moment, a really good um, memory. Yeah, well, it would kind of really round things off because the Jubilee mm-hmm. obviously celebrates the Queen. She's the star of the show. But one of the things you have to do as a monarch is make sure your dynasty survives. And she has. She's got three successors lined up that will take her crown into the 22nd century. But who is going to be at what event has been a hot topic of debate over recent weeks. We we kind of are starting to get a feel, but as you alluded to, Kristen, nothing's really confirmed until the morning of each event because of the Queen's mobility issues, because of her recent health issues. So we know that she'll confirm on the morning of, of every engagement she does, whether she'll be there or not. And that's led to lots of speculation about who might take the lead at other events. Yeah, so this week in the past few days um we're recording on 28th um we have heard well in the telegraph i think they were the first ones to announce it that harry and Meghan are expected to come to the service of thanksgiving and that's really the only thing that anyone has said for sure that they're expecting them to attend i think we likely will see them at the concert. I think that seems like something, you know, they would enjoy attending and, you know, maybe we'll see them at the pageant as well. But right now it seems, you know, we know they won't be on the balcony at Trooping the Color that for sure, I mean, for sure as for sure can be, we can probably expect to see them at St. Paul's. Otherwise, they're a question mark too, just like the Queen. Um, We really don't know for sure when we'll see them. Um, and then even the Cambridges, I know it was announced that they were going to be going to Wales. We don't know when. We don't know what they'll be doing there specifically yet. And I know there's been quite a lot of talk even amongst, you know, people I know who are going. I'm like, well, who's going to be at the Derby? Are they going to be in Wales? We don't know. Like, we've all been talking, um, trying to figure out who will be where. And the answer is we don't know. <laughs> We don't. It is, it is kind of shrouded in mystery, but isn't it? We know we will get royals of some description and they'll probably be quite a good turnout for most events. But it is still a bit up in the air, which, Jess, with only a few days to go, seems a bit strange, doesn't it? But we know that William will have a role at Trooping because he's Colonel of the Irish Guards. And there's been mm-hmm. a lot of talk in recent days that if the Queen doesn't take the salute, which is a possibility, if she doesn't feel comfortable sitting through such a long parade it could be William Charles and Anne which would be a very royal turnout yes it would be the first time in the Queen's long reign that she hasn't taken the salute at Trooping the Color and they're talking instead it hasn't been confirmed that if she cannot travel to uh, the horse guards that Prince Charles Prince William and Princess Anne will step up to receive the salute on her behalf do you think they kind of said William and Charles would do it and Anne was like excuse me (laughs) let's talk she was probably like I'll go you two can tag along if you want (laughs) yeah (laughs) that's my bet as well (laughs) (laughs) so yeah William and Charles and Anne will have a major role at um, Trooping the Colour someone Jessica that's had a major role at Trooping the Colour the last few years is the Duke of Kent and we do get to see him on the balcony which is kind of a a really nice nod to the recent history of the House of Windsor because that balcony lineup is going to be focused on the people that have kind of played out the story of the Elizabethan House of Windsor Yes, I personally, so I'll be watching from here in Canada also, and I'm 
very excited to see the Duke of Kent and the Gloucesters as well. Uh, the Duke of Kent, he just released a, uh, his memoirs. They're based on conversation. Fascinating. If you haven't read it, I'd recommend it. But he has been a stalwart for the Queen throughout much of her reign, especially in the last 20 to 30 years when the House of Windsor has gone through many ups and downs. Uh, the Duke of Kent and the Duke of Gloucester and the Duchess have plugged along and done countless engagements and supported her in so many ways um, at an age when most of us are retiring, which is kind of the crazy thing. So I think I personally was a little not worried. That's a bit strong, but a little worried that it would be just the Queen Charles and William and possibly George at Trooping, because I know they are trying to project the image of the future of the monarchy. But I'm really happy to see that the other working members of the royal family are kind of getting their nod because I'm still always blown away. The Kents and the Gloucesters are out and about in the UK so much, but so many people even in the UK don't know who they are or all the work they do. So I'm hopeful that their balcony appearance will spur a little bit more interest in them and they'll get a bit more recognition for all of their work that they've done because they have been there throughout her reign. And for the most part, haven't really caused any quote-unquote issues or had any large kerfuffles. They've just kept their heads down and worked, and I think it's unfortunate that they haven't gotten more uh, more attention. Yeah, and they will get their, their moment in the spotlight, because this is going to be the big moment, isn't it? The balcony appearances are the ones that everybody focuses on, and they become the pictures for the history books of the future, it's the image that kind of lingers. And I have to say, looking back at the Diamond Jubilee, I was a bit disappointed when I know Philip was poorly, but then they decided to just have Charles, Camilla, William, Kate and Harry. It just looked it looked a bit lean. You, you need to fill yeah. that balcony out. It looks kind of not sad, but it does look a little bit sad when they go with the slim down because it's quite a large balcony. And I think it does kind of shortchange all the other people doing work and like at, in our own jobs everyone's always like I worked on that project too but only one person's getting the nod so I am glad to see that they didn't take that tactic this time and that they kind of are steering away but contentious as it is because I know people have already kind of raised questions about it but I think it was the right decision. Yeah, and it was it was made quite a way in advance. It's like kind of the one lineup that we know, and we've known it for several weeks. Buckingham Palace was quite firm. The press release came out. This is what the Queen wants. That's the end of the debate. It's not the end of the debate because there's something mentioned about it nearly every single day. But looking ahead to the rest of the weekend, Brittany, we've got the party at the palace and the pageant at the palace and the derby with the hat worn by Kristin Contino, but, you know, other <laughs> events taking place around it. But these, these slightly more relaxed events, the party and the pageant is probably where we're going to see the wider royal family because they're, they're more family events, aren't they, rather than these kind of official events that need official peopling. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, like, like we were saying with trooping and everything, that that's more of the official event. Um, but when you get events like this, that is it, it, it's made to be more of a family event. So everyone can kind of attend and get along, I should throw in there. <laughs> Pretend to get along. Pretend, put on an act, everybody just, yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the, those are... Th these type of events are meant for everybody. 
everybody comes, everybody enjoys, just have fun. That that that's what these events are kind of like. Um, and and if I can add in, I, um, we've heard that the queen has said to her family, you know, she wants this weekend to be special. She wants this weekend to go well. Everyone get along. You know, she doesn't want any drama, and you can't you can't blame her. I mean, this is a massive celebration. It's not been done before. So, you know, it, it it's all it's about her and uh, the entire family should be focused on this wonderful 96 year old woman that has gone through so much and celebrating her and all she's accomplished in her legacy. Yeah. The one thing that I, you know, I was talking the other day to a friend about, we were reflecting on that, that 2020 Commonwealth service. And I said, I really, I really hope that everybody can pull it together for this because, you know, like you were saying, pretend to get along. You know, I think we've all been to a family wedding or some kind of event where you have to see people you don't really get along with that well and you smile and say hello and that's kind of the end of it. And I think hopefully everybody can put on a brave face for this and, you know, give the pictures that everybody wants and make this focused on the queen because like you said, it's about her, but I think in the media, especially people make it about other relationships or drama. You know, every you know everybody's going to be watching how does Harry interact with his brother or his father? And there's going to be the lip readers, you know, rolled out and all of that. And like you said, this should be focused on the queen, but we all know that at least for some events, it to a degree won't be um, because of some, you know, dynamics and, we're just hoping that it all goes well. Yeah, and I think that's why it was so sensible for Buckingham Palace to stick that press release out a few weeks ago and say this is the balcony lineup because it did shut down debate to a certain extent. There are still people going, but if he's allowed on there, why isn't he allowed? You know, we've had mm-hmm. all of that, but it was taking control of the, of that big lasting image. And as you say, this is about the Queen. The only person that needs to be on the balcony is the Queen. We're all going to feel disappointed if she's not there for whatever reason. Of course, we'll still celebrate and enjoy the Jubilee, you know, but at the end of the day, the one person you really want to see at the Platinum Jubilee is the Queen. And 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 I agree, you don't want any of the events to be taken over by a debate about, well, she looked at her this way and she looked at her the other way. It You just want mm-hmm. the focus to be on the Queen. Now, the, the bunting is up in the street outside at the moment there's bunting and flags and posters all over the place I've got uh, so much bunting to put up I don't know if I'll get it up in time for the beginning of the jubilee but what's the reaction been like outside of the UK because obviously here we, we we just kind of got used to jubilees we've done three in the last 20 years we just we just do jubilees what's the response been like as we approach this big this big celebration I mean, in America, I can say most people don't even know that it's happening. Um, like when I've mentioned I was going over to London for work, people are like, oh, why? Like, what for? And then I have to explain what a Jubilee is. So people, unless you're obviously like an avid royal fan, I don't think really anyone knows what's going on. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I have a cousin that's a fan of the royals, so she knows. Um, and then, of course, I'll work with the lady who... Her parents are British, so she was raised in Malawi, but she's British, so she knows. 
the per- main person you're going to meet on the streets is going to look at you like you're crazy if you mention the Jubilee around here. It's not been covered really in the news or anything. And I'm sure it will, like, you know, obviously the events, there's going to be things on the news or pictures or, you know, mm-hmm. news clips. But leading up to it, it is, yeah, you have to explain what it is, essentially. Yeah. Now, when they had the Jubilee before um, in 2012, they did show the river pageant on the news live. Um, but I don't know what they'll yeah, I haven't now. heard. I haven't heard anything. So I had, you know, some of my Instagram followers have been messaging me and saying, "Can I watch Trooping the Color? Where can I, you know, is it aired on TV here?" And I, I don't think so. I mean, I haven't heard anything anyway. But slightly different in Canada, I would guess, for the Jubilee for the Queen of Canada, because it's her 70th anniversary as Queen of Canada as well. It. Uh, well, I know. I just got the email from CBC. We do have the events airing on CBC, although I'm in the middle of Canada and it starts at 4 a.m. every day. So debatable if I'm getting up every day at 4 a.m., but it is it is on uh, it's being aired. I suspect it'll probably be re-aired throughout the day. And we have there's the BBC documentary coming out. And I saw we have the CBC here has done a Canadian documentary on the Queen. But in terms of actual events, I'm in Winnipeg here and I don't think we have any events happening. We had some for previous, but yeah, Jess, is there anything out east? No, there's nothing here in Halifax. There is in Pugwash, which is about an hour away from where I am, but it's more like it's a combined thing with the gathering of the clans. So it's not just for the Platinum Jubilee, but um, in Nova Scotia too, where the Lieutenant Governor is offering out a platinum jubilee medal and i know that not all provinces are doing it like there's been no nationwide jubilee medal like there has been in the past so provinces have been taking it upon their own initiative to to recognize people manitoba is one of the i believe there's four provinces doing it now i think i do think that charles and camilla's visit that they just had was probably more successful than the Caribbean tour that we saw or Caribbean tours, I should say, um, because they did address the issue of residential schools. And I think they did it well, um, as well as other issues. So I think the tour went well, but we're still seeing a lot of questions of does the monarchy have a place in Canada? Uh, What does that future look like? And just COVID is still very much a thing here. Um, And I believe there's a provincial election in Ontario, which is our biggest province. So there's just a lot happening in Canada. So I think it's unfortunately taken a bit of a backseat this year. What about yeah, in Quebec? Yeah, I agree. Because Quebec is, you know, known to be more anti-monarchy than anywhere else in Canada. I haven't really heard anything. I have a feeling it'll probably just be we refuse to celebrate or acknowledge this. That would be my mm-hmm. guess. I haven't. I also haven't heard anything. I haven't heard any anger about it. Just mm-hmm. silence. Well, silence may be <laughs> preferred. And they, Charles and Camilla did not go to Quebec on their uh, tour. So they also weren't involved in that. So for Canada to get rid of the monarchy, though, all seven out of ten provinces need to agree. So I don't know that we're going to see action anytime soon. But I think it's unfortunate as a uh, royal watcher in Canada, it is 
kind of sad because I'm watching all my friends in the UK get very excited and hang their bunting and plan their lunch. And I'm like, oh, I'll have my own here. But yeah, it's really interesting to watch here. And it's kind of province by province, individual by individual. And I don't know if we're going to see anything. I've seen some people say we might have things later on in the year, but we don't tend to see anything past the UK celebrations. So we'll see. Yeah, it's interesting. Yes, we, we've already got cake in this house. We already have bunting. We already have <laughs> celebratory biscuits. It is. And uh, yesterday was my son's school jubilee picnic and the school next door also did a big jubilee event. So we're kind of getting into the jubilee um, swing of things. It, it's interesting. It's a slightly different feel this time around in the UK from last time, because in 2012, the monarchy was probably at one of the most popular points of Elizabeth II's reign. I mean, it was sky high and the Diamond Jubilee was an easy sell. Everyone loved the royals at that point. We just had William and Kate's wedding. Everyone wanted to know if they were having a baby. You know, it was constant. What's Kate wearing? You know, the royals were everywhere. And we had the Olympics immediately after the Diamond Jubilee. So it was kind of, you know, London was the place everyone wanted to be. This time around, it feels a bit more reflective, I suppose, because back in 2012, we kind of expected we'd get a Jubilee because we presumed the Queen would live as long as her mother so of course we'd get to the 70th anniversary but the loss of Prince Philip and then the Queen's own health issues it's made it a bit more contemplative and I think the theme that comes through here in the UK is one of people wanting to say thank you to her it's not just a great big party this time around it's a reflection on everything that she has done and achieved in her 70 year reign. And I think that will probably be one of the legacies of this, because as we've all mentioned, the Queen's the star of the show. This is about celebrating the Queen, but moving forward, it kind of, it adds another chapter to her historic reign. And it does feel like this is a moment where everyone's just gonna say thank you and, and celebrate what she's achieved. Yeah, I definitely feel that way, even like reflecting myself. I mean, this may be the last time I see her in public. I don't, you know, I don't know when I'll come back for another, you know, big event. I mean, you know, trooping, maybe trooping next year or another, but, you know, at 96, you can't guarantee that. Um, so yeah, it does feel kind of like the end of an era in a way, which is sad. Just, I probably, it's probably from what we do for Royal Central, but I tend to pay attention to Royal Chatter and just if people say anything, kind of listening. And I've seen a lot of just from around the world, people commenting on how they think this might be ushering in a slow end to the monarchy or bigger changes. So I'm interested to see kind of what we encounter over the next year, too, because I personally don't think much will change unless her health changes. I think Charles will keep doing more things and she will go to the things that she can and she wants to. But it's definitely been a different vibe this time around. Um, and I think there's also more of a community feel this time, like with the Queen's green canopy. There's I've seen more things for the lunches and everything. So that's really nice to see more of that community aspect and bringing more people in to that aspect that I don't know if it feels different there, but it definitely feels different from Canada. Yeah, it, it's I mean, we, the, we love a street party, so they, they're calling street parties lunches now. It's a street party. That's what it is. You know, everyone's to, you know, it's not quite 77 where we were chucking the 
tables <laughs> and chairs through the windows, sometimes opening the windows beforehand. But it is, you know, this kind of communal feasting that's if you say to a lot of people in the UK Jubilee, like you say, street party, it's it's, you know, we think of our stomachs first, but it's 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 obviously a celebration of the Queen. But I think there is that there just seems to be this this kind of feel. Yeah, I suppose it is. And we're used to doing Jubilees as well. We've done four in 45 years. There's only ever been eight in the history of Britain, and we've, we've done half of them in the last half a century, which is kind of greedy. And we're probably not going to do another one for a long time because, like, no harm to Charles, but he's he's probably not getting one. So it's going to be it's going to be William next time round. So, like you say, this is interesting because it's putting a focus on the future of the monarchy as well. Yeah. So when when do you get your first jubilee? Like, how many years is that? Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Charles, it's not happening. Unless I mean, you know, I've seen some people posit though that there might be a ten year if he makes yeah. it. There <laughs> might be like a ten year if he makes it any length of time. He needs it. He needs it. Like literally eighteen months, and we'll hang out the bunch. You know, we'll just do it. He, he was heir to the throne so long. Bless his heart. He needs. <laughs> it is actually his platinum jubilee of being heir to the throne we go on he's the longest serving heir to the throne but actually yeah. 70 years is a cracking long time you know yeah i didn't even think about it that way yeah that's a good, very good point yeah so we're yeah we'll we'll have to celebrate him as well but not as much of as the queen now we know that jess is off to try and make a platinum pudding she has been studying the recipe the fantastic lemon and orange trifle which needs 74 ingredients in about three years of your life and a hundred dollars of shopping yeah. <laughs> it isn't it looks Even the amazing recipe is confusing to me <laughs> so but it's, i don't know it's not probably not going to look anything like the picture with mary Barry, don't judge me. <laughs> we, we won't. It's it's the taking part that counts, Jess. We'll say this now <laughs> until we see the picture. So we've got lots of coverage coming up on Royal Central of all of these events. Just to end off with, what is everyone looking forward to the most? Kristen, you're not allowed to say your hat first. Pick another Jubilee event. <laughs> I'm looking forward to tripping the colour the most because I really enjoy going to that event and this one's going to be bigger than ever. And Jess? No, you're not allowed to mention the pudding. What are you most looking forward to? Uh, I think trooping as well, just to get back in the royal spirit. I'm also looking forward to the concert. And Brittany? I was going to say trooping, but to change it up a little bit, <laughs> I'm going to say the party at the palace. And Jessica, like what about you? I'll be very different and I'll say the service because we get to see everyone and there's more of the historic tradition there something for everybody it will be a, a, a great event to look forward to and we will have so much coverage on Royal Central on the social media in particular Brittany that's something we're really focusing on this time isn't it Instagram yes. and Twitter yes yes we'll definitely be um, focusing on uh, Instagram Twitter uh, putting things also on Facebook um, so keep your eye out on all three um, at Royal Central and Instagram is royal.central got lots and lots to cover in the days ahead it all kicks off on june the 2nd which is as we speak just five days away it will fly in and then we've got four days of extravaganza to enjoy and i expect we'll be back with another podcast to talk about how it went but for now we will say thank you very much for listening and bye-bye thank you bye-bye <laughs>